Hello and welcome to the Tweed Coast Church Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this message would inspire you, that it would build your faith, and that it would give you perspective on how God is moving in your life. So be blessed and enjoy the message. So wonderful today. Real sense of God's presence with us today. I've been loving these last couple of weeks as we've been talking about let peace reign. Who's been here for the last couple of weeks? You've been enjoying it? So powerful, so powerful. Those words have really been changing my heart this Christmas season. They really have. And so today I'm really privileged to be rounding out our, se- our series today in anticipation for our service on Thursday, which is just going to be so special and powerful. Make sure you really do invite your family and friends this Thursday. It's going to be really special. So let peace reign. As I've been thinking about that these last couple of weeks, I've been thinking about my perfect Christmas peace. Okay, what that moment would look like. What would your perfect Christmas peace moment look like, I wonder? Can you get a picture of that in your head today? Peace, your perfect Christmas peace. When I think about my perfect Christmas peace, I imagine myself at home and it's maybe Christmas Eve and All the presents are wrapped so beautifully under the tree. We've got some presents here, right? They're wrapped so beautifully, just like out of of a magazine, right? They're wrapped beautifully with all different little um, embellishments and beautiful um, themed things. Like I can imagine Alice Neal doing beautiful things like that, okay? And so um, my presents are wrapped all beautifully and there's music playing in the background and I'm, I've, I've got this perfect dinner on in the oven and I look out into the backyard of my perfect kids are just playing perfectly. They're playing this perfect game of cricket and they're not hitting each other over the head with the cricket bat. They're not fighting, no, they are perfect kids and they're being perfect. And then my perfect husband comes along and he's wearing this beautiful Christmas apron and he's serving me in the perfect way that the perfect husband does on Christmas Eve, right? And that is my perfect Christmas. You know, what about yours? What does your perfect Christmas mean, I wonder? Do you have a perfect husband as well? Aren't we blessed? So good. You know, when I think about the things that we often think about that bring us peace, there's a whole lot of pieces that we rely on for our peace. I wonder what it is for you this Christmas. I think about all the different pieces. It might be money. It might be wealth. It might be that perfect house, that perfect car, that next promotion, if only I get that, I'll have that perfect peace. Achieving that milestone, having that thing, not having that thing, maybe that would be your peace if you didn't have that thing. Getting that Christmas present, being in that place, different people, I, I wonder, different relationships. If only I had those relationships, then I'd have perfect peace. All the pieces, all right? And when I thought about my perfect peace at Christmas, I did a little calculation. Now, math is not my probably my thing. I'm much more of an English girl. But I counted up 12 pieces that I just described for my perfect peace, okay? And this is my little equation. So I had 12 pieces, but it involved about 126 people being perfect, okay? 126 perfect people and 686 variables that needed to come off this Christmas. Now, that means my perfect Christmas, I have a 1 in 1 million and 37,000 chance and 232 of my perfect peace happening this Christmas, okay? What are the chances? What about you, I wonder? You know, isn't it so great that we can have peace without all the pieces? 
we can have peace with all that, uh, without all the pieces. And I don't know about you today, but if you're like me and you're like, I don't feel like I've got all the pieces this Christmas. I don't feel like I've got what it takes to make this perfect Christmas happen. Can I tell you that's exactly where God wants you to be? Because that's exactly where Jesus came into the world, into a world where there weren't all the pieces. And he wants to come into our worlds this Christmas. And he wants to remind you that his perfect peace is not reliant on the pieces. I love this this scripture and when Jesus came and he came into a point in history where, you know, people had been trying to make all the pieces happen in their own strength. They had been trying to make life work, okay, in their own strength. And Jesus came right into that as a baby in a manger. And we're going to read about that in a second, but he came right into it. And he began to speak in a way that nobody had ever heard before. He began to say things like this from Matthew 5, God blesses those who are poor and don't have it all together and don't have the pieces. He said, God blesses those who are poor and realise their need for him. For the kingdom of heaven is theirs. What? The kingdom of heaven is not for those who have all the pieces. The kingdom of heaven is not for the rich in this world. The kingdom of heaven is not for those who can make it all happen in their own strength. No, the kingdom of heaven is for those who don't have all the pieces. And I'm here to remind you today that you can have peace in this Christmas season without all the pieces. You don't need all the pieces to to come together to have perfect peace. Because the beginning of finding true peace is realising that you don't have it in yourself. I can't look deep enough and make it work in myself to find that perfect peace. Another version of that um, scripture I just read is in the message. It says, you're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. It's not what we're used to hearing. We're used to hearing you're blessed when you've got it all together. You're blessed when you're at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and his rule. His rule. So my question to all of us, are we going to let peace rule in our lives this Christmas? Are we going to let the peace of God reign in our lives? Are we going to grasp at the pieces? I encourage us, let peace reign in our life this Christmas. It begins by loosening your grip on the pieces. Let go of the pieces. Right now this morning, I know that there would be many pieces going around in your mind, especially if you're a mum like me. (laughs) Oh man, 20 maybe How many pieces did I say? 26 pieces. Let go of those pieces right now. Let go of the things that you're trying to control, the situations, the circumstances, the relationships that you are trying to think through even this Christmas. You know, they say that Christmas time is the time of the most anxiousness about relationships, the most anxiousness. I'm asking you this morning, I'm giving you permission to take a little mental break out of that today. And just to let go of those pieces this morning. Let's just take a moment. Let's just take 15 minutes to let go of the pieces in your brain, in your mind, okay? Because in the midst of that, I want us to dig a little deeper today. You know, when um, in the Old Testament, there were all these pieces that people had tried to do for thousands and thousands of years. It was called the law, right? And there are a whole lot of pieces in the law in the Old Testament that we had to do, and they're beautiful things. They're beautiful things. The law teaches us how to live, amen? And so Jesus didn't come to get rid of the law. He came to show us in perfection what the law was in a person, okay? But in the Old Testament, it shows that there was the law, and and we were, you know, you can put yourself in that situation. We're trying to put together all the pieces, trying to do all the right things, and then right 
in the midst of that, there comes a moment in time, a point in time in history. And I want us just to let ourselves let go of the pieces right now and let us go back to that first Christmas. Go back to that baby in a manger and what he brought to earth in the midst of people trying to make it all happen in their own strength, in the midst of the world trying to figure itself out all in its own way, right then a little baby came into the world. And I want today, I want us to take a journey back, right back to the manger, and I want us to discover that, on, that you can find true peace and that it's not relying on the pieces. You see, God had this grand plan of showing us we couldn't do it with all the pieces. We couldn't make our own peace. And so right then he sent a person to bring peace. And this Christmas, he wants to remind you that he has sent a person into your life, into your world to bring you true peace this Christmas. Luke 2 speaks about when Jesus, the Prince of Peace, came into the world. We're going to read it together. The shepherds and angels. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly, an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them. Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Saviour, yes, the Messiah, the Lord, has been born today in Bethlehem, the city of David, and you will recognise him by this sign. You will find a baby wrapped snugly in strips of cloth lying in a manger. Suddenly, the angel was joined by a vast host of others, the armies of heaven, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest. And let read this out together. Peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Right in the midst of the chaos, of the mess of the pieces, God sent his son Jesus, his gift of peace to us. Jesus was God's peace offering to mankind. In that moment, all of mankind, when God sent his son Jesus, and we can't talk about God sending his son Jesus without talking about what Jesus was destined to do, which was to die on the cross for our sins. In that moment, it was his peace offering. God was saying, hang on, hold up, peace on earth now. Right now, peace on earth. I am making peace with earth. I am making peace with mankind. I am bringing peace to your hearts. I am bringing peace to this earth. You know, sometimes we think it's like um, it's a heavenly peace, but it says peace on earth. Peace on earth. God sent peace on earth. How is that possible? Well, it's a peace of our heart. It's not an external peace. It's not a peace relying on situations or circumstances or all the pieces. It's an inner peace in our heart. Why? Based on because Jesus has extended a peace offering to us in his son, Jesus. He made peace with us. What does that mean? It means that we have peace with God now. Because of Jesus, that we can know we have peace with God. We have peace with life. Peace with life. You know, you can have all the pieces and still not have peace. That's an even worse place to be. And in our, in our region where we live, can I talk to us frankly? We are the most affluent of people. We have the most pieces. And yet it is in that place that you can discover, hang on, I've got all the pieces. I've got all it makes and still I have no peace in my heart. That's because true peace only comes from Jesus. 
True peace only comes from digging deep into our hearts and accepting the free gift of peace. So we let go of the pieces. And secondly, we simply accept God's gift of peace. We simply accept it. It is not something we can make happen in our own strength. We simply accept it. Accept Jesus, God's gift of peace to us for forever. Forever. I love this scripture in Luke 1. You will conceive and give birth to a son. This is the angel speaking to Mary. And you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. And he will reign over Israel, our hearts now. He will reign in our hearts. When? Today, yesterday, tomorrow, forever. He will reign forever. His kingdom will never end. I'm here to tell you today that there is nothing that can separate you from the peace of God. Everything that needed to happen, happened when God sent Jesus to come and to die. He said, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth. Peace on earth to whom God is pleased. You can know peace on earth, but it's not an earthly peace. It is a heavenly peace brought about by a heavenly gift. A heavenly gift. At Christmas time, who are you? Are you a little gift person? Do you like lots of little gifts? Or do you like one big gift? Are you like, just give it to me all in this one thing that I want? Or are you like lots of little gifts? I'm a bit of a little gift person. I love lots of little gifts. I like unwrapping it. So like when I give undies to all my family, I always give undies at Christmas, right? It's so fun. And I like wrapping each undie individually and just because it's more presents to unwrap, okay? I don't have any undies in there, don't worry, everyone. Okay, but do you know what? When it comes to God's gift to us, it was not a little gift. It was the biggest gift of mankind, of all, of all history, the biggest gift of for forever. And it's because it was so costly. It was so costly, this gift that God gave He gave the thing that was most precious to him. He gave his one and only son, the most costly gift he could have ever given. About three Christmases ago, we decided to get a really special gift for our family. And um, we actually gave it in December 1, okay? And I have a little photo of this special gift we gave for our family. His name was Billy. And he is so cute. Look at him. I mean, come on. He is a chocolate Labrador. And that was him when he was just a little puppy. And we got him for Christmas. He was probably the most expensive gift we've ever got as a family, okay? Puppies are not cheap nowadays. Let's have a look. I've got a few more for those puppy lovers amongst us. This is him as a lanky teenager with a tie on, okay? I think that's my son's school tie. So we always love to take care of those things. And this is Billy... Last Christmas, okay, he's grown into a fine young man and I'm very proud of him. There he is in his Christmas shirt, okay. When I think of Billy, he was costly. Like, we took a big gulp when we had to pay for him, right? Probably the most expensive Christmas present. And he has, of course, it's a lot of pain as well, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, Because I leave that all up to my husband. But he was costly. But when I think about the joy that he has brought our family... Over these years, the little moments, the joy, the mischief, the laughs, I think it was all worth it. It was all worth it. When Jesus looks at you, when God looks at you, he thinks you were worth it. You were worth giving his most costly gift. 
because he wanted to know you. And today his, his gift of peace is still available to you. His gift of peace this Christmas, this Christmas season is still available to you. The thing that I, I would hate most of all is to come to each Christmas and miss it again. Miss the costly gift that, that God gave for me. It's described in Isaiah 53. It says, but he, Jesus, was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. This is what God gave in his son, Jesus. And this is what Jesus went through for us. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. The precious gift that God gave to us brought us peace forever. Peace forever. Why don't you take a moment just to thank God for his precious gift to you. Thank you for his son that he sent into this world as his gift of peace, that you can know him. So we accept God's peace and we accept Jesus, God's gift of peace to us for forever. But he doesn't want us to just remember at Christmas time, just a baby in a manger. He wants us to remember that that gift of peace is available to us every day of our lives not just at Christmas. And that gift of peace is available to us through his presence, which is with us daily. I just spoke about Billy, you know, how he's the gift that really that has kept on giving over the last three years. But you know, when God sent his son Jesus into the world, he said, this is a gift that will keep on giving each and every day in your life. When you accept Jesus into your life, you are accepting the gift of his presence day by day. Can I encourage us, let's not go through this Christmas season without the gift of God's presence. The gift of his presence is available to you day by day. When my kids were little, Jono would take them swimming. We have a creek near our house and he would take them out swimming and they would go out really deep and like they were only toddlers, they were only little. And I remember he would take them sometimes all the way across our creek, but often he would take them right out to the middle. And they were only little and they were with him and they would be around him. And do you know what? They weren't worried at all. They were just free and they were happy. But sometimes the tide would start to take them and it would drift them a little far away from him. And you could see their little minds getting a bit anxious. You could see them getting a bit fearful. But then they would just swim back closer to him again. And they'd feel safe and at peace again. Do you know this Christmas... There is much that can take us away from God's presence. But you know, we're out deep with this life. We're out deep. I don't know about you, but I feel out deep. I feel out where I can't do it on my own. And sometimes it's as simple as day by day. I just need to draw close back to him again. Because God's peace, his presence, is the assurance of God's peace that is available to you every day. When God sent Jesus, he didn't just send him as a figure for us to remember at Christmas time. He sent him as his very personal presence that would assure us of his presence day by day. Don't go through this Christmas not being assured of the presence of Jesus. Draw close to him, whether it might be singing praises to him, putting on some worship music, doing the devotional and letting your heart be drawn close to him. Draw close to the presence the Prince of Peace of Jesus, this Christmas. Lastly, when we accept God's gift of peace, we can accept his goodness moment by moment. You see, his presence is a gift to us day by day, but throughout our days, he leaves us little reminders of his goodness. 
And when we accept these little reminders, we gather up a little store of peace in our heart that returns us moment by moment to his peace. I love how in the Bible you see when God often talks about peace and reigning in our lives, it associates it with being thankful being thankful. Philippians 4 says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God. I love that, the peace of God. So it's with thanksgiving and then the peace of God comes. Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts and be thankful. Can you see thankfulness and peace are so connected? Thankfulness and peace. I've heard it said that when we recognise God's goodness throughout our day, when we take time to stop and remember his goodness and notice his goodness in our day, we are actually gathering a little bouquet of peace in our hearts and goodness in our hearts. It might be, oh, Lord, I recognise this sunrise today. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. It might be looking into your children's eyes. Thank you, Lord, for the gift of my children. Another little, you're picking another little flower of God's goodness, storing up a little well of peace in your heart. Oh, I thank you. I stopped today. I thank you, Father, for the gift of life, that you have given me life eternal through your son, Jesus. You're storing a little bouquet of goodness in your life. This Christmas, take moments to store little bouquets of goodness from God. He's leaving them throughout your day. He's leaving them for you. A little trail of goodness. He's leaving, he's leaving them for you to remember that he is good and that he has peace for you in the moments. You just need to look up and be thankful. So I can't talk about accepting God's gift of peace without finishing today by talking about extending God's gift of peace. You see, I began by talking out of that great sermon, the Beatitudes that Jesus gave, where he said, you're blessed when you realise you need of me. You're blessed. And then right then in the middle of that sermon, he says something so profound. He says, blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are the peacemakers. You know, they say about the Beatitudes that often we can think about them as a list of things that we have to do, but it's the opposite. Jesus was actually speaking about the qualities of someone who is following him. It just naturally comes from our lives that we are living in a place of peace, but that also it is just so natural for us to be peacemakers. Natural, but feels unnatural, right? But I was been reflecting this week that only we have received God's peace. When you know Jesus, only we are the true recipients of God's peace. And so then only we can be the ones to truly extend peace on this earth. How amazing is that? I want to charge you today, church, to go and be peacemakers this Christmas. Go and be peacemakers. Extend God's gift of peace. You might say, how do I do that, Amy? There are relationships that I really struggle with at Christmas time. There are things that I am struggling with in my own heart and mind. Well, I ask you to dig deep and extend God's gift of peace into your heart and then begin to carry it through the gift of the Holy Spirit on your life. Go and be a peacemaker wherever you go. Go and extend God's peace. But don't forget that the greatest gift of being a peacemaker is to bring others to peace with God. 
The greatest peace we can ever be a part of bringing is to bring people to their peacemaker, to Jesus. Why don't you look for opportunities this Christmas? We have an incredible opportunity this Thursday by a simple invite to invite people to come and meet their Prince of Peace. But why don't you resolve in your heart this Christmas that you will be a peacemaker, that you will extend God's gift of peace by your words, by your actions, by your love, by bringing people together, not separating people. Be a peacemaker this Christmas. Would you stand with me today and worship team, would you come? Beautiful. I would love us to pray this prayer together and I've written it out here. You can put it up on the screen. Thanks, team. I would love us as we close today to really commit this week to letting go of the pieces, accepting God's gift of peace into your heart day by day, accepting his peace afresh today, accepting his peace day by day by being aware of his presence, by staying close to his presence this week, by accepting his gift of peace moment by moment. Look for those moments in your day where you can pick up a little piece of his goodness and thank him this week. We've got that prayer up there. Beautiful. Okay. Well, I'm going to read it out, okay? And as I read it, I would love you to just in your heart pray this prayer. Just asking Jesus' peace to come into your heart this Christmas and that we would also be a part of extending his peace. Beautiful. Heavenly Father, thank you for giving us your gift of peace by sending your son Jesus into the world. Today I accept your gift of peace, Jesus, as my Lord and my Saviour and my peace. Help me this week to draw near to your presence, your gift of peace to me daily. Help me to see your goodness throughout my day, your gifts of peace to me moment by moment. Help us to extend your gift of peace wherever we go this Christmas season. Let peace reign in our hearts and wherever we go. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today. If you would like to connect with us, we would love to connect with you. Jump on our website, tweetcoastchurch.com.au for ways to stay in touch. Or follow us on Instagram at Church. Well, that's it from us. Have a fantastic week.